What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Iron Money Podcast. This is your host, Donnie Tudal. Today, we're going to talk about why did I buy a house on the other side of the country in a state that I've never even been to? <laughs> so I've never been to Tennessee in my life until like two Wednesdays ago. But prior to arriving there on Wednesday, I went under contract on a home uh, that Saturday night. <laughs> How does that happen? How do you buy a place or go under contract on a place, someplace you've never been before? And uh, why? How? All that stuff. So, I'll start at the beginning. And there'll be a little bit of information here as well. So I'll kind of explain to you how a 1031 exchange works loosely and uh, just how it affected what I had going on. So when you buy real estate, if you sell that real estate before two years, you get what is called a capital gains tax. And now there's there's different percentages being thrown, out, thrown around. Like there's a 25%. Uh, tax, but there are, are people out there um, trying to get that raised as high as like 48% and backdate it and things like that or completely abolish it. But for the time being, um, it's, it's closer to that quarter range. So when I sell a house, let's say, uh, let's say I buy a piece of property for $20,000 and I spend another $15,000 building on it. I'm $35,000 into this uh, into this project. Now let's say I turn around and I sell that for $50,000. Well, you take $50,000, you're gonna take off the cost of your realtor, which is, let's just say 5%, because that's, that's pretty normal. So we're gonna go 50,000 times 0.95, which leaves us with $47,500. And then you're going to take off the $35,000 that uh, you initially, you paid for everything with the cost of the house, the cost of the land, and you are left with $12,500. Now, capital gains is going to eat up right away, $3,125. Okay, so I personally am not a fan of paying taxes. <laughs> um there are ways to work around that. So the way you can get around that, okay, you sold that land and that house for $50,000 and you cleared and you cleared um, $12,500 on it. Well, if you want that $12,500 to remain tax free, what you have to do is you have to purchase another investment property that's similar. In my case, it was a house um, for $50,000 or more. Now, let's say you bought a place for $45,000 and then you added $5,000 in construction, whatever. Just you have to have that much money into this property uh, that is equal to what you sold the last property for. So, there's different ways to do that. There's different like little bits and pieces um, that are very specific to different 1031 exchanges. But I had to come up with a piece of property and I had to identify up to three within 90 days of closing on my house. 
for my house sale. So you can only do three though. So if like, let's say you put one under contract or if you offer on one and you identify that and it falls through, well, <laughs> there, there's one, strike one. Um, if you don't identify and then end up closing on a house that you identified within those 90 days, well, you're taxed on it. You're like, you, you lost the game. Now, once you identify a home, which is the point that I've gotten to at this point, I'm under contract and I basically got under contract like on day 86, 85. And now I have to have all the money spent that I need to by day 180. So you have 90 days to figure out what you're going to buy. You have 180 days to execute and be completely done with that money. Um, pretty simple. Now, where it gets complicated is I had a piece of property here in Big Fork, Montana, and I had a contractor, and I spent six weeks with this guy. Six weeks with this guy going through plans, doing this, doing that, not really looking at land elsewhere. I kind of tabled the Texas thing, kind of tabled the Arizona thing, because this was a really good opportunity. Well, this jackass doesn't tell me. He tells my realtor, who tells him to tell me, um, like two weeks out from my 90 days that he doesn't want to do it. Um, it's not the right project for him, whatever. But this dude has minimal testicular fortitude. So he doesn't want to say anything to me. So I'm sitting here. It's like, all right, well, can't get him on the phone. Won't respond to text messages. Won't respond to voicemails. Then I'm just sitting here like, what in the fuck is going on? So then I'm scrambling. I'm putting in dozens of offers in Texas, in Phoenix, and, uh, I got a house under contract in Texas that I was pretty happy with. I was like, hell yeah. You know, um, good, good, uh, income tax stuff. Uh, I like Texas powerlifting. There is great. It's established. I can go down there and do my thing. And then I get into the point where it's like, okay, this is what you're going to have to pay. And there's like six or 700 extra dollars on this thing. And I'm like, where the fuck is this coming from? What is going on with Texas? And turns out that property tax in Texas is like three times the national average. So that was an extra six, seven, eight hundred dollars a month that I'd be paying taxes just for my property. So I was like, all right, well, fuck that. I'm sorry. I really wanted Texas, but I'm not going to pay that much money in taxes for no goddamn reason. Still have to pay federal taxes. They still have a sales tax. All that it just didn't make sense. So then I offered, I was still offering on places in Phoenix, got one under contract, but it was like an hour and a half from the closest powerlifting gym. Um, didn't make sense. And uh, I'm pretty stressed. So I, I smoked a little weed, sitting in my hot tub, listening to the fucking Pandora and Cody Jenks, uh, Cowboys and Hippies or whatever comes on. And I'm like, it's a good song. Well, this motherfucker is singing about Nashville. And Nashville is something that like I joked about. But I was like, all right, whatever. So I literally just like Googled it and I was like, all right, what's the what's the number? Hey Siri, what's the number one uh what's the number one real estate market in the country? And she's like, Bing, oh, Nashville, Tennessee is the number one. And I was like, motherfucker. So I started looking at some different things and uh, found some good powerlifting in the state. Um I started, I was like, all right, well, you know, what's the income tax? There is no state income tax. What is the payroll tax? There is no payroll tax. Uh, what is the property taxes? 0.62%. I'm like, what? 
um, you know, started doing some research and it turns out Nashville is like the number one place in the country to move to right now. And Clarksville, which is where I'm under, under contract at, is about 45 minutes to an hour and a half, depending on traffic, north of there. And it's got the third biggest base in the country. There's a large university there. There's about 170,000 people there. And I'm in a town of like, I think Kalispell is like 40,000. Like the whole valley combined has like 100-ish. Um, plus, it's very close to Nashville. And uh, just kind of checked a lot of boxes. There's a couple powerlifting gyms there that, uh, you know, hey, yeah, we do powerlifting. We do this, we do this, we do this. We have all the equipment, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right. Cool. Let's fucking go. And uh, I started looking at some places and I was like, oh, fuck, man. Like same kind of houses that you can buy in Texas, about the same price, a third the property tax. All right, let's take a look. So I jump on Instagram and I go hashtag Nashville Realtor. Start just scrolling. And I finally find um, a couple people. I reach out to a few. I'm like, hey, are you taking on any any buyer? Are you are you willing to take on any buyers right now? I, I kind of have a you know time sensitive thing going on. Um, and the first one reached back was uh was Diane and um shit we had offers going out the next day. Um, I think she reached back out to me that night. I was like, hell yeah! And I gave her a rundown, scheduled a call for the next day, and we just started identifying. Hey, I like this one. I like this one. I had a whole spreadsheet, everything done in it. And uh, it was so easy. So actually, if you're looking at moving to the national area, you absolutely need to hit up Arroyo. Um, I will tag her on this. Actually, I'll, I'll put her information. Um, her Instagram is Diane, D-I-A-N-E dot Nashville. And as a black and white picture of her, it's got, you know, Realtor USA. Um, she is in Tennessee and she isn't in Georgia, um, but she's a badass. And she hammered out what I needed, was very, very, very on the money with exactly what my situation was, um, areas, um, neighborhoods, you know, schools, all that. The only thing that she didn't have a fucking clue on was powerlifting. And, you know, I was looking at stuff and everything was like, oh, yeah, powerlifting here, powerlifting there. And like, you know. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, identified a few. She found the right spot for me. Got under contract. We worked through some stuff. Had to come in a little bit over over asking. But it saved me a shitload of money in taxes. And so uh, we closed Saturday night. I scheduled something Sunday morning to fly in there. Flew in Wednesday. Did the inspection Thursday. Hung out. Flew back on Sunday. And uh, I was I was pretty anxious to be real. Um, two of the gyms that advertised is like powerlifting gyms. One of them is a powerlifting gym. There's just certain things that are missing. It's a newer gym, but the owner's fucking awesome. I'm super excited to get to be around um, him and what he's got going on, and to see his company grow. And the other one, they were just straight up. They're just fucking straight up lied. They're like, oh yeah, we have powerlifting equipment. We have competition equipment. They didn't have shit. And I'm just sitting there like fuming, like what in the fuck? Because I got there early and I was driving around this town like, all right, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. I was expecting to like hit this gym, be like, fuck yeah, this is great. Let's go check out the other one. Fuck yeah, this one's great too. And then go do the inspection. And I hit the first gym. I'm like, you know, this is good. But my biggest pet peeve in the world is when you have mirrors everywhere in a gym. And like, there's no way to lift in this gym without looking in a mirror. I was like, fuck. All right. Um, competition plates are easy to get a hold of. 
but that was one of those things where I was like, I'm going to come in here with a fucking black sheet, hang it over the fucking mirror when I'm lifting. Not a big deal. Whatever. But I go to the next one. And he's like, yeah, we don't do chalk. No, we don't have that bar. No, we don't have this. And I was like, motherfucker, like you advertised that you did have this stuff. So I'm pretty stressed out. I'm like, oh man, like what the fuck? I'm fully like at this point, like I'm just going to rent this place for a couple years and I'm going to sell it. And, uh, or I'm just going to turn around and sell it right away and start this whole process over. It's like, fuck me. Went back to Nashville and just kind of tried to take a minute. Took a day and a half, just kind of blew off some steam. Um, went out down on Broadway, had fun. We got robbed. Somebody pickpocketed me, which I was very impressed with, but I felt very, very violated by. Um, <laughs> and then it was like second to last day. And I realized Forest Hill lives there. And he's like one of my best friends. Like we did all of our NFL shit together. Another long snapper. Um, I went with his family to watch him play in the um, national championship against Florida State when he was at Auburn. All that. I was like, motherfucker. So like I drove up there and it didn't really hit me until like I was driving through Clarksville. So I drove from Nashville. I was like, I'm just going to drive up there. I'm going to drive up there. I think I went up there like five or six. Drove up and there was like one gym that I didn't look at, which was a crunch fitness. I was like, fuck, like. All right, whatever. And so I drive straight to Crunch Fitness. And I walk in. I'm like, oh, shit. This place is actually kind of fucking sick. Um, it turns out it's like the number one crunch in the fucking country. These guys are kick, kicking ass. The front desk that, uh, guy there walked around the whole place with me. And had a very casual, just like like two friends talking. It wasn't sales pitchy at all. Um, I just asked questions and he, he informed me on the area so fucking much. And I was like, all right, you know, I feel a lot better. And, uh, he was like, yeah, I mean, drive through here, drive through there. So I went through and like, you know, when I was driving up the first time, I was like, wow, this is beautiful. And, um, I was driving on the main, one of the main roads going to, uh, operation iron fitness. And it's like on this fucking, like the road is like on the bank of this river and it's, it's unbelievable. So gorgeous. So I went back down there, kind of drove around there a little bit, got a feel for it. And it just, it hit me. I like looked at my buddy's Instagram and I was like, oh, this motherfucker lives in the national area. So I called him and like, he was just excited to see that I was calling him as I was to be calling him. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, bro, I'm in fucking Clarksville right now. Where, what is your address? He gave me his address. I was like, all right, I'll be there in like an hour. Fucking finished my little drive around, drove from Clarksville to White House, which was all back road. And it was fucking gorgeous. It was so pretty. And uh, it's like, fuck, man. Like, worst case scenario, I got to drive an hour to Nashville to deadlift. I can squat and bench to anywhere. I want the right equipment to deadlift. Or I walk into this gym with a set of competition plates. Say, here you go, guys. This is a gift for me to you. Um, let's get after it. And it just, like, it just all clicked in. Like, I just went up there with, like, no expectations at this point. And it, w- it was really fucking good. So ended up staying at Forrest's house that night. Just caught up with a really good friend. Drove back. Checked out my hotel earlier uh, than I was supposed to. Went and stayed at his place and just kicked it. And I was so content at that point to like be able to say, yeah, I'm moving to Tennessee part-time. I'm going to spend half my time-ish in Tennessee, half my time in Montana. Two of the most beautiful places I've ever been. Like I've never even been to Tennessee. And I was just blown away by by certain pieces of it and it was uh it was really cool but yeah so i was kind of forced into getting a house in tennessee and it turned out to be a really fucking good situation um even to the point where like 
you know, I, I, I threw runes on it, sent it to my girl. She was like, she gave me the feedback on it. Said there's some things here that you're not aware of yet. I was like, all right, cool. Well, I wasn't aware that there's, that there's one up and coming powerlifting gym in the area. And the other one was full of shit. I was unaware of one of my fucking best friends in the world living there. And then since then, I found out like I'm a 275 pound weight, uh, 275 pound weight class lifter. Well, the number 10 guy all time <laughs> trains at the fucking gym that I was talking about. So I reached out to him and I was like, hey, bro, I'm moving there. And he kind of blew me off. And I was like, yeah, well, I mean, you know, it'd be, it'd be good having two, uh, two guys in a 275 rock class over 2000. And he was like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that sounds fucking great. And, uh, he does strength conditioning for army and it just, it just kind of all just tied together to be able to go in there and like have, have good training, have good environment, have good people. And then to be able to like have my people come out, um, you know, my house in Montana is not a place where you can host things, host seminars, host, uh, retreats. The gym is excellent for it, but you know, just, it just turned out to be a really good setting there. And if I can work out some good relationships with some of these people in the Nashville area, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a great opportunity. I mean, even at the point right now where we're being hounded by a lot of fucking people to open up a location in either Nashville or in Clarksville. So, I mean, I'm not sure. I, I know one, one group is going to tell me, fuck no. The other group's telling me, fuck yeah. And uh, just trying to find some balance and trying to find the right direction to go in on it is a, uh, you know, is something that we got to figure out. But yeah, so kind of a crazy little story. Um, I would love to be able to be building here in Montana for for what we got going on. But sometimes things happen. And uh, I think I had to make an impulsive decision. And I think it's going to end up being a, a, a blessing. Honestly, I think it's going to be an opportunity for me to... Uh, experience a lot of stuff when I'm over there. Um, I'm going to anticipate not spending very much time there probably until like late September. I have meets all over California or down in California, all over Washington and Montana all summer. I got to compete in Kansas city on September 25th. So I'm going to be back and forth a little bit. I have some commitments, but I think after that, I'm probably going to spend a couple of months just hanging out in Tennessee getting laid on land, networking, meeting people, enjoying my off season. You know, Kansas city is six hours away. St. Louis is three hours away. Nashville is an hour away. You got Georgia, you got South Carolina. I mean, you got everything just right there around it. And that's the part of the country that I've never seen. So I'll probably uh, fly back from Kansas city to Montana, get my car and then drive my Hellcat out to all the way to uh, Nashville area and uh, make a road trip out of it. That'll probably take like a week. You know, it's like 1,960 miles. So I'll probably cut that into like a few 300 mile days or something like that. Pick different gyms and different things I want to stop and see along the way and just kind of enjoy it and uh, see how many speeding tickets we get. But, you know, it is something I'm excited for. It is not going to be my permanent home by any means. It is going to be a, a, a spot where I'm able to, uh, you know, go recharge, expand my network and just, you know, a, a different setting and a different uh, pool of human beings to tap into and meet and network with and just see what opportunities, uh, you know, are created by that. But sometimes when you get your back pushed against the wall, you, uh, you know, you got to make decisions. And this is one of those, but 
if you have a house and you sell it before that, I mean, you're going to have opportunities. And the craziest thing is, you know, we close on this house for just under half a million. Well, if I spent the same money in Montana, I would probably be buying a trailer or like a, a modular home or a, or a, a townhouse that went for like 200 grand four years ago. And I'm able to buy a very, very, very nice home across the country. And that home, if it was in Montana, will go for a million and a half to $2 million. And it's just insane um, how opportunities happen sometimes. And uh, I've never lived on the East Coast. I've never lived in the South. I've lived in California. I lived in Mexico. I lived all over Montana. And I've had an opportunity to explore the West. But I'm very excited to see what the East has to offer, see what the South has to offer, more importantly. And uh, just to kind of see something new. So... That's a little bit of background on why I bought a house in Tennessee. It's literally just as crazy as it sounds, but I'm going to make the most out of it. I'm going to have a fucking blast with it. And uh, can't wait to have different uh, different seminars, retreats, and uh, be able to fly people in. That's one of the things we're going to be offering. So I'm going to do a whole, uh, a whole podcast on kind of the different options that we have available for coaching. But, I mean, we will be offering you know, opportunities to come stay in, live with, cook with, train with, eat with, you know, see how we do things. So there'll be different cool things like that going on. So I appreciate you guys listening. The constant support is always so appreciated and uh, look forward to continuing to drop some different knowledge for you guys. I'll talk to you guys soon.